this week, some of our good friends asked us to go camping this weekend. So I've made a list of some of the things we might need. Uh, number one, new friends. <laughs> good Whoa. afternoon. Wow, that's a big head. Where is everybody? A big, bad broadcast. And we're happy to say that we've emptied the bench and we're on our own. And and we don't have something on our back anymore like a wart. And we are here today, but as you can see, we're missing a few people. Yeah. Yeah, On the road doing her little comedy skit. And Um, and it's Joe Silky, who is a graphic artist now, says every camp that was closed for the last two years needs T-shirts. and needs a graphic artist. So well, you know, with Joe's, with, without Joe here, maybe I'll finally get a couple of words in edgewise. God, that guy's always talking. <laughs> he never shuts up. He's actually in here in the studio doing the mannequin. <laughs> He's still screening behind you. He's just going away. At it. <laughs> he really made me laugh last week with pounding bullets with a hammer. Oh, <laughs> and being the mannequin. I mean, I thought that was so funny. It was like, does this, mean, does, does this mean we're not getting our backpacks? Yeah. <laughs> no, bad, no backpack for you. Like no backpack for anybody. The backpack Nazis. No backpack for you. Hey, I love the beginning of the show with that. Um, we need new friends as far as going camping. I have never been a big camping person. To no? me, camping is going to a hotel without room service. I mean, <laughs> I just, I am not a camp person. I could care less about camping. Oh, man, I love it. I haven't done Do it you in love years, it? but I love camping, man. Are oh, you kidding? Oh, I hate it. It depends now. if we, we, There's there's types of camping. There's, you know, alone in the woods camping. There's campsite camping. You know, I know people that take their RVs, to, which I hear in California, it's great. You park your RV in a spot. It's in the middle of the far, national forest. It's like all trees, and you get a little camp, and they provide like a bench and a, a, a barbecue. Depends on what type of camping you're talking about. Well, well, you're in an RV. That's like staying in nice and some like yeah. No, nice to me, hotel. to me, that's not to me that's not camping. I'm talking about where you bring a tent, a sleeping bag, okay. you make a fire. Let me but ask a question. Let me yeah. ask a question. Would you guys consider camping uh, camping if you had electricity and internet? No, that's no, not I the whole idea. Of, and I'm not doing it. No, the whole idea of camping is to, is right. to get away no, from. No, okay, so no. this is my only camping experience. Right, I went camping upstate New York. Found this place it was one of these minimal campgrounds. You know, they give you a little campground, and they give you a little place for a barbecue grill, but that's it. You know. Yeah. And uh, and it was down near the stream, and it was like got there and it looked really nice. Oh. Put the tent up, which in those days the tent took like two and a half hours to put up. It was like the worst. That it was like it. yeah, it was like the worst. <laughs> it was the worst experience in the world. And then you make one stick tight, and the other one pops out of the ground. Tents yeah. by IKEA, and you know, like no no instructions on how to do this. Somebody lent me their tent. They should have came with me to set it up. Then uh, I set everything up, finally got it, got my little bag of charcoal and put it near the grill and got all set and decided I'm going to take a little dip in the stream. The dip in the stream, the water was like 28 degrees. (laughs) I mean, I went in and I got like one of those 
headaches from eating like a Slurpee too fast. You you got a headache because your nut shot up into right. your head. This <laughs> is horrible. So we get all set up, right? And we put a little, we had little mats that you put under your sleeping bag. It got all done. I was with my ex-wife and we were like dating at the time. We were like, hey, this is pretty cool. It started to rain that night. And I just laid in the tent and I watched the drips come through the tent like a Chinese water torture. Then the next thing I knew, water was running under the tent because we were on a slight incline. Uh, and then the street started coming up into the tent. So we had we just had this, never seen bear wait, we, we had to sleep, the two of us, in a Volkswagen rabbit. So I, I hope day, I hope all that wait, water wait. didn't damage your microwave. And then in that next morning, we had to just roll everything up and put it in the car. And when we got home, because we had to borrow the stuff, we had to clean the mud off the tent. And it was just like, I was like, never again. I'm not no, doing this. I, I love it, man. Last time I went uh, camping, I, I freaking was great. Went and shot a deer, you know. Just, I mean, not for anything. We didn't eat it or nothing. I just shot it for, for the hell of it. But, uh, <laughs> Why not? It's you still a deer. Not. You did not. <laughs> hey, there's a deer. No, that's a, no, of course I didn't, man. I, I could not. I'm not an animal killer. Tell you the <laughs> truth. Know. If, if I had to kill my you own. You this persona like you're this big, tough guy. <laughs> if I had to kill my own food, I'd I'd be a vegetarian. I'd starve to death because I couldn't kill. I couldn't bring myself to kill an animal. People, that's a different story. I don't know. But <laughs> animals. People have it coming. That's, that's, that's right. the thing. But you watch yeah. you watch that show alone? What? I, is that the one where they don't even know when the other people have tagged out? Right, right. right. It's like a hundred days. You they, whoever lasts the longest days it starts with I don't know ten whatever people. There's a new season on now. I, I've caught a few of them. I love it. It's actually great because I mean they, all they do is they bring like ten items. They'll bring like a bow and arrow, and these people are alone. There is nobody there to. Yeah, it's I'm not like they're they're, it's not like naked and afraid. <clears throat> Oh, that show is like, please. I know we got to talk why about that. Be, why do you got to be naked? First of all, I mean, to, you know, it's like. Wait, wait, it depends on who it is. It depends on who it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. But if, I was there with a, if I was there with a woman and she was naked, I would be too distracted to survive. No. Larry Zonka, like, yes. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, no. No, I'd be like, you ever heard of the monkey, like the the uh, the medical thing where they give them the the button that gives them a shot of like uh, drugs and they feel good, right. and, and they sit there and they just do this morphine pump. Yeah, morphine. That would be me. I would be so distracted with a naked woman in the woods that it's like I would die. Well, I would... let me let me tell you something. Let's go back to the show that you're talking about because that's a real alone show. All yes. they give them is like a, I think like a. A no, they, GoPro. They, they, can they give them a GoPro, right? Yeah, yeah, like camera equipment. Yeah, yeah, GoPro. I mean, it's it's nothing camera equipment. I guess it's a GoPro. Yeah, I guess. And basically, Which um, could be one of our sponsors, GoPro. Hey, we could talk about that's that. That's right, GoPro. Right, take it anywhere. You can take it surfing. That's right. They want surfing, <laughs> whatever you like. Camping, you can take your GoPro with you. You can Cruising. take it while jumping Cru off a mountain in one of those flying suits. Taking a motorcycle ride. All done. <laughs> when you're cruising, you can take it. Cruising. Motorcycle ride. There you go. Anyway, there you, I go. Go. you can car. hug it to the side of your car. And you know, the best part is, if you put it in a backpack, it doesn't get sandy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get sandy. <laughs> oh, we don't have those backpacks. I oh, forgot. God. Oh, not. <laughs> anyway, wait. So back you, to your show. The, the craziest alone. part about that show you're talking about alone because yeah. I only saw like three of them once, that as the people tag out, you don't even know whether you're the last guy. And you may want to tag out. You go, oh, is there anybody left? You know, and you don't know, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
It's not like there's a big sub goodbye, no. like a naked and No, afraid. see, that would make it easier. See, if you knew, okay, there's only two people left. There's only one. Right, right. You'd hang on, but you don't know. You don't know until they come and get you and say, you're the last one. You right. Know? So, and sometimes it could be like a year and a half. I don't think it. I don't think it's ever. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like a year and a half. Oh shit, we forgot you. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. If I was if I was in a little better shape, if my knees weren't so messed up, I would love to try that. Man, these guys all lose. They lose 30, 40 pounds. To me, that's like a workout program, exercise. Go in the woods. If you don't get eaten by a bear, you come back 30, 40 pounds lighter. You know, it's nice. Show is and if you get eaten by a bear, you come back even lighter. That's, See, that's right. scary. Imagine that you fucking end up you in lost bear a lot shit. of weight. That bear ate his head. <laughs> I was watching on TikTok. They had this this family, this man, his man and wife, and two kids are walking in the woods, and a bear starts following them. And it's the, it's getting closer, and they're like, don't run, don't run, don't run. And she's like, hey bear, hey bear, yeah, hey bear. She's doing that like for. I'm, I'm like, why are you and calling the bear? Boo -boo. It breaks hey, their it breaks hey, their boo -boo. concentration if they're like if they're in focused on attacking, you break their concentration. Okay, this is a true story. I was in Alaska, and I was going to the Raptor Rehabilitation Center. Raptor, Raptor? yeah, which is like. Park? Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be like. But it was, it, it's basically like bald eagles that have been hit by cars and stuff. What? And they have, that's not a very smart bald eagle. I got right. wings I can fly. What am I doing on the road? Why the hitchhiking? Sometimes, sometimes, they're, sometimes they're eating their salmon and the car comes around the corner and hits them. Anyway, so but they have this big, big casing. So in order to get there, I took the woods, right? It says you can go there. It was only like a mile and a half. So I go through this woods, right? Now, I'm a Long Island guy. I've never seen woods like this in my life. It was good for about the first four or 500 yards. And then it got dark. I mean, it was like in the afternoon and it was dark. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And then, you know, and you know that there's animals. In Fanghorn, Fanghorn Forest. Get, this is the God's honest truth. I get in the middle and there's a sign but it's in like Russian or something and I can't read it. So I go along a bit further and there's a song that says, and I have a picture of this somewhere. I wish I could have had it before the show, but I didn't know we were going this way. It says, warning, these trails inhabited by extremely aggressive um, grizzly bears. Wow. Oh, and I'm thinking, you think you could have put the sign in the beginning of the trail, <laughs> of the trail. not yeah. halfway through. Now I'm like, do I go forward? Do I go back? I'm going to get eaten either way. <laughs> Now the grizzly bears take down those signs. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, I would love to go on a trail like that and put up signs and and just say, you know, like this is the point of no return. It's like you know, it's just scare people. That, but, just but, that, body parts. Yeah. Did you ever see that show on? Uh, have you ever seen that show on Netflix called Grizzly Man? No, was it? Oh was he killed, wasn't he God. killed and eaten this, by a grizzly? Yes, this guy decided that he was going to study the grizzly bears yeah and he was on this like part of alaska on this like little island with all these grizzly bears like kodiak Island, and he would like talk that. he would talk to them and and all this stuff and and then he would send these videos back he was making a documentary he talked to him dr dumb look you know they know me i'm their friend now and all this yeah. stuff you know and his wife was with him you know his girlfriend i think it was and look he they know us. We're part of their bear family. Look, right I'm going to rub salt and stuff all over me and, and butter. No, no, it won't no, bother them is, at all. I mean, this guy, he was insane. I mean, he really thought the bears talked to him and stuff. And then all of a sudden there was silence. 
and they came back and all they found were his and part of his girlfriend's remains and they killed the big bear that he was friends with and they were both inside. Oh! Well, I killed the bear. I mean, you know, listen, on to the bear, I mean, you know, what, what's the bear supposed to do? That's what bears do. Just Exactly! You're, That's just the because point. Because you're insane and you think this bear is my That's buddy. That's the point. That's the total but point. But it's a shame that they had to kill the bear. He was just doing they, what the hell bears do. They said that if it's a black bear, you have a shot. A brown bear, you have a shot. If it's a grizzly, you're dead. That's well, when you pull into Alaska, when you pull into any airport in Alaska, they always have a case with like a stuffed grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you something. Their paws are like the size of a record album. Yeah. but they, what got, you... they got nails on them like this. Yeah, and they're, they're like seven feet tall. It's taller than that. I think they go up to like 10 feet. And Craig, what you said is not quite right. The, the truth is, I think the only bear that actually actively would hunt man is a polar bear. Grizzlies yeah. will, I mean, if they no, want to be I mean, bothered, they'll skirt around you. They won't mess with you. No, what they general. mean is, what, yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying is if you encounter a brown or a black bear, the odds of you getting away are fairly good. But right. if you encounter a, or piss off or get a hungry grizzly or if you get entangled with one, you're done. Oh, yeah. There's no yeah, way you can survive a grizzly attack. Yeah, no, they're incredibly uh, strong and powerful. I mean, like John said, with the claws and the teeth, you're... Think about you know, the name, Grizzly. That's it. That, that tells okay, you everything. So I, just, I just did a little research. So the average grizzly bear is between 290, uh, 440 and 600 pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of grizzly bears. And they, as a baby, they're 3.3 feet tall, and they grow to over 6.5 feet tall. That's it. I, for some reason, now, maybe I'm the getting NBA. the polar bear. I thought they were bigger than that. They can slam dunk. Imagine, though, no, I don't care, 600-pound bear coming at you. I don't care how tall he is. I'm not going to stop him. Hey, how tall are you? I'm getting know? excited now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen 600-pound bear. bears, but they're, they're all at Denny's. Bear coming at him. Right. Just wants to snuggle. Yeah, they're all, they're all at Denny's, though. You know Yogi. Know. What kind of bear was Yogi? Yogi? He was, a, he was, your, he was oh. your average bear. Oh, wait, wait, Mike. I think you're right. The largest recorded wild, oh, my God, Wild Wade, ready for this? Good. Sixteen hundred and fifty-six pounds. No way. And he oh, was nine fight nine foot Not, eight oh inches. My. Wow. <laughs> wow. Can you just imagine? I mean, no, you're dead. I mean, when I look, remember you remember when we had Clint on the show, and Clint worked with that bear. I just, wait, I wait, even, I'm sorry, not to interrupt. He was almost five feet tall on or on all fours. On all fours, when he stood up, oh, he was shit. nine nine point yeah. five feet when he stood up. Yeah, I mean, what an awesome sight. Like I said, when 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 we talked to Clint Howard that day, it to me, I I would never, I don't care, you know, I don't care how tame the other gentle bet. You couldn't pay me to work with a bear, even no matter how well you're telling me he's trained, because. You know that that's the news story the next day. Yeah, they told him how great the bear was trained, how gentle he was, but it didn't stop the bear from eating his face. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. They're wild animals. Why don't people understand? They're called wild animals because they're wild animals. <laughs> that's it. Well, you know, it, it, the mistake people make is like now there there are people who collect snakes and all kinds of reptiles, and they believe that the snakes have feelings and emotions. And what it is, it's this thing where people you see your own emotions reflected in, in the animal. It's not that they have emotions, but you see your own reflected. It's the soul. You, you can read about it. And that's why they think like, no, this, the bear, the snake, this, oh, it likes me. It's my friend. No, you're, you're seeing your own emotions reflected 
in the snake, it'll still bite you. And you know, there's whatever. there's an, there's another woman on TikTok. I don't I don't have her know her name, but apparently she works at some kind of preserve for big cats, mm-hmm. and she's always going up to tigers and lions. Like oh, you doing? She's like, no, no, just tigers and lions. And she's like, tap, <laughs> boop boop boop. Are you doing, baby? And, the, and the, it's like, rawr, 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 rawr. and you know, she's like 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 a, a zookeeper or something. And she's petting it and hanging out with it like it's like it's a house cat. And I'm thinking, you get that that tiger or that lion on the wrong day, and you're lunch, man. Is exactly. well, you know what the, the mistake they make is they think because they maybe they raised it since it was a cub, so they think right. they know it and it's gentle and it's this and it's that. And yes, maybe it is, but you're right. You know, maybe it licks you and it tastes salt or it tastes your lunch that you just something and it triggers. <laughs> it's an automatic response and it can kill you in a in a few seconds. Oh man, it's a, a cat, a big uh, like uh, the the forget it, a, a tiger. They go, they smart, they go right for the juggler. It's a little public service. The name of the movie is I just looked up Grizzly Man, and it's on Netflix. Grizzly Man, Netflix, says, which could also be another sponsor. It says Netflix. renowned notification director <laughs> chronicles the tragic and untimely death of an outdoorman Timothy Treadwell. <laughs> Who devoted his life to studying grizzly bears Tragic. living in Alaska wilderness, <laughs> only be brutally mauled and eaten. Why don't they just say mor- the moronic end? Yeah, not it not should, tragic. It's moronic. It should, say, it should say tragic, but yet funny. But yet- story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you watch this movie, they try to have all this empathy for this guy. Right. And the entire time I'm watching it, I'm going, "You're a dumbass." Well, because oh. you know he's you know he's gonna get mauled. No, so I didn't know it at first. When I first oh. came on, I didn't know he didn't it, just you know? get mauled, he got he got eaten got digested. Listen, on the bear's behalf, I just like to say, but he was delicious. He was he was delicious. He was delicious. He was delicious. Yes. You know, that axe body spray is quite good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now they do say though, and I think I've said this before, but I don't know if I've ever said on the show, that more people are killed in Alaska by falling salmon. <laughs> Falling salmon. I'm sorry, but yes. I can't believe that. I do. Yes. I think that is falling salmon. Birds dropping American salmon. eagles grabbed salmon and they lift them up and then they can't hold on to them and they drop them and they kill people. I'm sorry, but I I'm looking I it up. I'm telling I, you, they talk about it all the time in Alaska. It's raining salmon here. Jeez, it's raining salmon. Hallelujah! It's, it's raining, raining salmon. <laughs> uh, now I know in. I know in uh, Maine, people die from falling deer. And where did the deer fall from? I just read this story that this guy falling was riding deer. his motorcycle. Falling in deer Maine. was an Indian, and he killed me. No. Falling, <laughs> falling deer, deer was on, he was on F Troop. Falling deer, yeah, falling deer. No, he he's riding his motorcycle through Maine, and this deer either jumped or fell off a mountain and hit him on the uh, on the motorcycle and killed him. So and I'm thinking, and you have to have exact timing for that to happen. De- depressed suicidal deer in Maine. Why yeah, well, somebody, would you why be? Why do we have somebody that does this? People does what? Die you mean from... a fact finder? Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can maybe contact our friends at the Empty the Bowel Network. That got no reaction I, whatsoever, I, I, even though I spill your line, right? We're speechless. Oh. No, you know why? It's like I'm... I'm not even giving them the dignity to mention the the. I whatever. didn't. I, that's why I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have a lull on our show. Is John? John, what? what I, I even forgot what John's always trying to see if oh, it's right, real right, that right, people right. die from falling salmon. I'm impressed he doesn't have to use glasses to use his phone. That's pretty falling impressive. Falling salmon, 
from the sky <laughs> makes me feel happy if I don't die for <laughs> so is it are they, no are they accidentally dropping the salmon or are these eagles just pissed off they yeah call me ball apparently <laughs> this is what they say in Alaska I mean and I've seen the salmon run in Alaska but you can't find you can't find but any you can actually on it. walk across the stream and probably never touch water just step on salmon that's how many go by you well, that's when, when yes, when when they're when they're breeding, when they're right. you know, and so that's the prime time for these bald eagles to come down and they swoop them up, and they're not little, man. They're like ten no, pounds, yeah. fifteen pounds. Yeah, you know, I I don't like salmon for a couple of reasons. One, they take all the fun out of sex. They do. It's like, oh, I laid my I laid my eggs in that hole. Go. uh Go fertilize it over there. Just leave me alone. There's no sex going on. She just the woman. Well, what's amazing that's a about lot, a that's salmon? That's a lot of animals. What's yeah. amazing about a salmon? They only do that once, and they travel thousands of miles to get that. And then they die, right? Born. You and think that's die. not fun? I heard. I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard an octopus rips its penis off and throws it at the female. You want to talk about sex not being fun? Yeah, catch. Have a few kids. <laughs> Your catch. Well, kids. Wait, look, in Alaska, I sound like the authority on Alaska now, but in Alaska, they have game wardens that watch the water because they're really stressed salmon because they can't get upstream because it's so crowded. It's like the LIE. got to grow some weed for the man. Hey, you salmon they, are stressed, they, man. They start turning here, red. Man. Turn on some salmon. And their, whole body, their whole body turns red. Yes. And these guys that. pick them up. And carry them upstream, and pet them, and sing them a little so, song. Yeah, sing them. Can you eat them if they're all after they're all battered up? Or when do you have to? When do you? When's so you got right? you got to eat them before they, uh, before right after they before mate. Before they start, they start, they start rotting from the inside. They start dying and rotting. You got to eat yeah. them before that point. Ew, that's gross. I would and drop you that. Really, and you really need to get killed by one that's a little more fresh. Maybe that's maybe that's why the, the birds maybe that's why the birds drop the salmon because they're all rotten. Oh, this it's one's like rotten. an insult. It's an insult to get hit by a rotting salmon. You know, rotting salmon. That'd be a, you even know. Sound, even sounds bad. Did you hear about Bob got hit with a rotten salmon. Yeah. Yeah. How do you tell? What do you do when you go up to St. Peter's? Like you know, name. How'd you die? I got hit with a salmon. <laughs> really? All right, <laughs> hit with a so, salmon. St. Peter goes, okay, yeah, go over to the schmuck section over there. You, you, go, you, you got to be really <laughs> unlucky. Go, go you have to be super. Go real with unlucky. Grizzly, man. <laughs> but how unlucky do you have to be to get hit with a salmon? Yeah. Go with Grizzly, man. Yeah. You, do you want to hear a story about the most unlucky woman in the world? I can tell you, it's really, it's really quick, and it involves Thanksgiving in New York. It's already, there was a woman. Than, it's already been longer than I wanted. Now, stop. No, there's a woman <laughs> who was watching the 19, 19, 1997 parade. The cat in the hat balloon hit a, a light pole. The light fell, hit her, put her in a coma for six months. Mm. Right? And they changed everything in the parade. The balloons had to get small, all that stuff, whatever. She recovers, wins a, hundreds of, well, just tons of money. I don't know how much. $200 million. She won all this money, right? And so what she does as she's recovered is she buys an exclusive condo on the Upper East Side, one of these new brand towers, right? And then on October 11th, 2002, Corey Lytle, the Yankees pitcher, is flying his plane, has some kind of attack, and crashes his plane into a building. It was her apartment, apartment her friggin' apartment. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? 
She better not walk in Alaska. She's going to get hit with a fucking salmon. You know yeah, that, right? No, that was come on. Yeah. That was a hit job. Are you kidding? That, the a cat, hit job. The cat in the hat put a the cat in the hat put a freaking contract out on her. You thought you still with me? I'm Wait, a right, let's back to the story. Did she die or live? No, she wasn't in the apartment when it hit. She just got home one day in this airplane in her living room. Like, oh shit! Oh, is that where I left that? You sue Doctor Seuss. You get a fucking airplane <laughs> in your fucking apartment. All right, that's so where I left that. Did you she wake up after the six month and go ta da? Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Only comedians know that joke. It's the funniest. My yeah, dad's all the joke because people listening don't know that joke. What joke is that? Oh, maybe I, you know what? You'd be better. All right, here's the joke. So this guy calls up the Guinness Book of World Records and goes, I have got the greatest stunt in the world. And he goes, what is it? He goes, nobody has done this. He goes, what is it? He goes, you got to come and see. So the guy comes and he says, here's the story. I'm going to put my head on an anvil and you're going to hit me as hard as you can with a sledgehammer and nothing's going to happen. The guy goes, are you sure? And he goes, I promise I've done this. Nothing's going to happen. Puts <laughs> his head on the anvil. The guy hits him in the head with a sledgehammer. His eyeballs pop out of his head. His skull cracks. He goes into a coma. They rush him to the hospital. The guy feels so bad. He sits next to him for like months. Like six months. Sits next to him for six months. And he's just waiting and says, I feel so guilty. And all of a sudden he looks and he sees the guy's hand do this one day. He goes, oh, my God, I think he's coming around. His other hand goes like this. And the guy sits up and goes, ta-da! <laughs> I have never heard that. Really? Never heard that. That, was, that was the long version of it, but yeah, that was... I thought, you, I thought you were going to do the aristocrats for a second. No, that's funny joke, man. Oh, that's that's too dirty to do on here. Although, uh, yeah, although like, Wendy, yeah. Wendy, if you watch the movie, The Aristocrat, Wendy Liebman is the only one who did a clean version, and I think it was one of the funniest versions of that joke on in the movie. Do you know the origin of that joke? No. Okay, so the origin of the joke was Buddy Hackett was on The Tonight Show. And Johnny said, what do you want to talk about after the break? And he goes, I'm going to talk about the aristocrats. And he tells him this disgusting joke during the commercial. And I went off for the whole double commercial. And they come back, and Johnny's laughing so hard he can't even talk. And he goes, I don't think we need to talk about the aristocrats. <laughs> so every single guy from that genre of comedians came on and they would say so what do you want to talk about johnny and he goes let the break let's talk about the aristocrats and johnny would just lose it he yeah. would just lose it and for the people we're not gonna get to the joke but it it's the most disgusting joke in the whole world and at the end the punchline yeah. is we're the aristocrats if you're if you're if you're uh, watching the show and you want to know just google the the joke the aristocrats yeah right. i always like how Drew carry finished it he always went aristocrats like that well, the funniest thing was the last time um, Dangerfield was on The Tonight Show, and Rodney goes, what have you been doing? He goes, hey, Johnny, let me tell you something. Oh, I'll tell you, you know. I ran into the aristocrat's manager, <laughs> and Johnny just starts laughing. He goes, you're not kidding. You know? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, he told me that 20 years he's been trying to get them booked, and he finally got him a job, a good-paying job, and he called up the uh, – the son said, hey, I, I got you a job. And the son said, I'm sorry, but dad has left show business. 
which nobody would think it's funny. And Johnny was laughing so hard he couldn't breathe. <laughs> well, he did have emphysema. Oh man, I don't God. know. Why I said now that. see, now see. To me, that was my my dream. You talk about the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. My dream was to do the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, get impaneled, and sit there and joke with Johnny. And Johnny retired before I ever got that shot. But that was my original dream. All I ever wanted out of stand-up and show business was to do the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. So I went I went to the Tonight Show with Robert Klein once. And uh, name drop. And well, I went with Rory because we were doing. I went. I went with Robert Klein. I mean, I drove him there. I was. No, I, was, no, I went with Rory. I, was I, wore, I wore Calvin Klein once. So <laughs> I went there, and we got in the. We walked in, and Johnny drove a Corvette, and it was parked in his spot. So we get there, and we're walking around the set, and the woman says, "Why don't you sit at Johnny's desk?" And I go, "No way!" And she goes, "Just sit in his desk. Sit where he sits." And I go, "No." And she goes, well, sit in the guest chair. And I go, no. And she goes, are you a comedian or something? And I go, yeah. And she goes, so funny because anytime I tell any comedian that comes with another comedian, sit there or sit there, they go, no. Unless I get on the show, I can't sit there. Yeah. But behind his desk, he had rubber chickens, chattering teeth. He had like every every oh, yeah. like gimmick thing in the world. And right. um, But the, I don't know if you guys know this, but the way the show started off, was um, Doc Severinsen came out and just did a kick-ass song. And then Ed McMahon came out and literally did 15 minutes of dick jokes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he, they make the announcement. They go, you know, like the crowd would just go crazy when Johnny comes on? Yeah, right. And they would just go like this. They go, and now, ladies and gentlemen, the guy who's an up-and-coming comedian. And they make it sound like you're going to see a guest host. Like, right, you know, right, they go, right. yeah, he's coming out. You know, he's this guy's an up and coming star in comedy. I'm glad you, and you see people in the audience going, and we were uh -huh. doing it. We already saw his Corvette. Like, holy shit, I thought Johnny was going to be here. Yeah. And then, all of sudden, and then all of a sudden, you go, ladies and gentlemen, here's Johnny. And the place would just go crazy. Because, yeah. I mean, I've been to a taping of, of uh, The Tonight Show with, uh, with Jay because when I lived down, you know, whatever, you know, when. I'd be family come in and the one thing they want to do, they want to see a taping of the tonight show. So I'd get tickets and I, I did you know, two or three tapings and uh, which was, which was cool because it's like you get to see, but they change it up. I mean, sometimes a lot of times they, the star themselves, Jay or whoever will come and warm up the crowd or they have a comedian and Jay had a comedian, but I, I wasn't crazy. They were so cheap. You know, they, they give out gifts. They try to get you all involved, like give out t-shirts and this and that and, this guy was like cheap. I'm like, this is the Tonight Show. You got money. Fucking throw everyone a shirt. You, you know, I went to see Conan O'Brien when he started a lot in '92. I did. I did the first season. I did a. I did an episode of. The he, I went to see it, and what was great about what was interesting, they had no budget whatsoever on that show, mm -hmm. and the warm up was Conan. Conan would come out with his guitar dressed like Elvis, <laughs> and he would he'd be he'd be doing Elvis songs in the audience. Yeah. It was and he was great. It was hilarious. I did two sketches the first season of Conan. Uh, you remember, well, Louis C.K. was one of his head writers. Yeah. So Louis wrote a couple sketches, called me up, said, Mike, can you come down? And freaking, I remember I went down to the uh, Ed Sullivan Theater. I guess it was right. Yeah, it was in the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York. Ed Sullivan Theater, that'd be Letterman. No, but uh, where, 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 does, where did Conan? Conan taped in Rock, New York. Uh, 30, 30 Rock. At 30 Rock. 30 Rock. Yeah. And I went down there uh, and and, you know, did some funny sketches, man. You know, whatever. But um... you know, you know what's weird, and I don't know if Jay did this, 
But when Johnny did his monologue, Ed McMahon was standing like shoulder away from him, like arms length away. They really? formed like a semicircle around them. And he didn't, they weren't picked up on camera. But you know, you'd always go, you know what I mean, Ed? Like he'd be looking over his shoulder. Well, Ed was standing right there. And he just would make those guys laugh hard. And that's what he used as his timing. And like he had uh Doc Severinsen on one side, he had and he had Tommy Newsom behind it. You know, it was like all these guys just standing next to him. Like, who's standing da, da, on the street da, corner? Da, da. So Doc Severinsen is still didn't, alive. John, didn't you do the uh, Tonight Show? No, no. Really? I mean, Never. you did every friggin' TV show. No, the... but, you know, it's funny because it was very funny because. He didn't like Jimmy, Magicians, did he? Yeah. Bro, who was it? Bro, what was his name? Bro, Fred, uh, uh, Fred the, guy booked, the guy who booked it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Jimmy Bro Jimmy Brogan. Jimmy Brogan. Yeah. So Jimmy Brogan came to see me at Comics Group Live and I I really had a killer spot and Rory said, See, there's no reason why you should be on the tonight show. And Jimmy Brogan said, Hey, I am totally familiar with John because I watched him for years. He kills on every TV show. <laughs> he said the problem is that Johnny doesn't really like comedy magic. He thinks mm -hmm. magic is sacred and doesn't like when people mess with it and he goes and i just don't you know he must have loved penn and teller hated them <laughs> hated them they were never on yeah no. he, had, he had lance burton on well like here's a question times in two years as a con as a as a magic uh magician because you you i don't know if people know it now but john is an incredible magician comedy yes but but you are an incredible magician did you ever resent Thanks. penn and teller for exposing a lot of magical secrets because that's what they did. They they exposed a lot of a lot of things. So. They, I don't know if they really did expose magic. They, you know, like the big thing that everyone accused them of exposing was they did cups and balls with clear cups, but you still couldn't you still couldn't follow it. Well, I went I mean? to I went to their I forget where it was in Vegas or something, and they showed. They showed the trick, and I forgot where it was. Where where the guy is here, and then he appears here in a different, whole different space. You know, thing comes down, and he's gone. And then they showed, and they lifted the the drape, and they showed how he went down. He crawled under. He went up. I mean, so they did expose a lot of a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's just reminds me of Bert, Bert Wonderland. <laughs> when he does the when he does the hangman when he does the hangman by himself. Did you ever see that? <laughs> I, I saw it so long I can't he remember. I love that freaking movie. He tiptoes across the stage like you don't see him. <laughs> and then and then and then this at the end. <laughs> and then the funniest line was, what's his name from the Sopranos who passed away? John Feeney. Um, John Yeah, Galfini goes like this. That was shit. <laughs> that was shit. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think that, I don't think it was that bad. It was shit. That movie is so good, man. Wow. That movie is so fun. You got. I mean, I, 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 I watched it. Still growing up. It's me. Bert, it was called Bert, Bert Wonderstone, right? The Incredible yeah. Bert Wonderstone. Yeah, I saw it. I cannot remember it. Man, I, I got to. I wore it. That was one with Jim Carrey, who plays. Yeah, who was doing like the? Uh, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. You were uh, mine. You were mine raped. Oh, no, he's doing, yeah. It wasn't Ben Stiller. Chris, I thought it was Ben Stiller. No, no? it was a cross no. between Chris Angel and David Chris Blaine. Chris Angel. The best line is, he says to the guy, take a card. And the guy takes a card. And he goes, now take the card and return it to the deck. And he goes, shuffle the deck. And he gives the guy, he goes, now find the card. The guy goes, it's, it's not in here. 
And he takes out one of those knives. Yeah. And he goes like this, punch me in the face. <laughs> the guy goes, I'm not punching you in the face. He goes, punch me in the face. He goes, I'm not punching you in the face. He goes, your mother was a whore. The guy punches <laughs> him in the face. He takes out the knife. He goes, he cuts his cheek open. He reaches in and takes out the bloody card. He goes, is this your card? The guy's like, I'm not touching that. He goes, and it was signed. It was signed. It was signed. He goes, you are mind raped. <laughs> I like I like when he went to, when he went to sleep on the hot coals. <laughs> <laughs> he just lays down on the hot coals. He goes, I am going to train my body so I will did not you, feel any pain. Well, here, did you guys? And he watch lays the... down. And he just goes. <laughs> no, when he's thinking about, old, <gasps> he's thinking about old old movies, uh, they they've turned. Uh, um, I was watch. I watched the Tonys uh, the other day. I don't know if you guys watch the Tony Awards, but they turned one of my favorite movies into a play, which still has Billy Crystal, Mr. Saturday Night. They've turned it into yeah. a play, which if you know the movie, it's like all about an old stand-up comic who's just a bitter, miserable, you know, it's just an incredible movie. I, I really thought she said it was great. She said I want to see so the play, yeah. The movie said, was the movie was no, like I this. love the movie. It's one of my favorite great. movies. Matter of fact, a, a, fr a friend of mine is in it to play his daughter, Mary Mara. She's a great actress. She oh, played. I mean, I just the towards, towards the end kind of lost it, but that's just me. I Did you watch the whole Tony Awards? I watched most of it. Yeah. Did you see that guy come out in that pink jacket that had a train on it that was like ten oh, feet long? The 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 writer director guy. He won an award. The, yeah, the Jackson. Player, I can't remember I his name. Something. Jackson. I gotta tell you, Mike. You you were the last person I would think would watch. To watch the Tony. Really, yeah. right? Maybe with a gun. Listen, you know? I don't, I don't watch, I don't like the Oscars, I don't like the Tonys, I don't like them. But my my wife is into all that stuff. She's like, we're in the business, we should watch it. So I sit and watch it. What do you, you know? It's like, what are you gonna do? And the truth is, it's all about business. It's just people patting each other on the back so that they can <laughs> say, hey, I won this award. Come see my, you know, whatever. That's all. It's business. Yeah, I know. I, I, know I couldn't watch the Tonys. I watched about five minutes of them, and I was like, I'm tagging out. And then I would have called, and then I wouldn't realize that you'd be the last guy watching them. Well, hey, <laughs> and, you, and you, you should yeah. watch them. I mean, your your family is into the theater. Know, your, your, daughter's know, a, your daughter's a playwright. If anyone should be watching the Tonys, it I watch do. I watch the Emmys and I watch the Oscars. That's really all I watch. I don't watch the Tonys. I don't watch the Grammys. I don't. Well, what I love I, about the Oscars is what people don't know is, and then John knows, and I'm you know, and I know, if you're in the uh, Screen Actors Guild, so when they have the Screen Actor Guild Awards. They send, I get like 20, 30 free movies, you know, and they send them so that we can look at them and then vote. Screeners. Vote we get the screeners. And Jan doesn't get them anymore. <laughs> you have to you have to pay your dues to. Uh, I did to recently. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, my, my dues are due. My uh, dues are due now. And if you go, if, and if you go FICOR, you don't get, you don't, you, you, you don't get the screeners. Yeah, I don't get them anymore because no. I am. I, I made that, I made that mistake. I went FICOR. Before the two unions merged, about twenty, I had twenty-five, whatever years ago it was to do this one movie. To, my my agent was like, you know, you can do it. We'll do this five court thing. And I didn't know what the hell it was. I just signed because oh, I could do this movie, do the movie, and I never worked another non-union job ever again. It's like I gave up my union rights basically, which I still have my right. pension. You I have my health care. Like oh no, yeah no. But now since I'm not five court anymore, since the unions merged, you had a whole new thing. And I'm I'm just regular full full and, and, union full and union. And if you go FICOR, which means financial core, by the way, that means that you uh, you can work for anybody you want, not just union. Uh, but you give up some of your rights. The thing is, uh, getting back to full status, 
they kind yeah. of bust your balls and they make you, I think they make you pay the dues, uh, the uh, entry, I, entry. I, fee I, got, again. I got no need to work anything non-union. Truthfully, listen, I don't believe anyone should tell me I can't work a, a job, but I say if it's a non-union job with the union, make them go union, you know, because it's like there is a lot of non-union and look, they, they don't pay. If you get hurt you know, on the set, you could be, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that you could really pay a big price for. The union, you know, at least they protect us and they cover us. And the truth is, is yes, you make a lot of money, but actors work, most actors work so seldom, you deserve to make a good living. The, well, the you know, my, times. Pet, my pet peeve when it was just after was, like we were on a TV show called Comedy Tonight. Yeah. And they used five comics a night. And we're on five nights a week. So that was 25 comics a week. So that was a lot of new members because right. it was a union show. So because there was that many comics, at the time the scale was 790, they said, well, you only have to pay 345. So oh, they made a special deal. Yeah, yeah, they made a special deal. But in those special deals, don't you think they should have still had to pay full amount to retirement? Yes, they should. They did. You know, they did. No. Uh, John, you, you're expecting morals out of people in show business. There's no, there's no well, this is a crazy thing. I just got a letter from AFTRA saying, because I do have a There is no such thing as AFTRA. It's SAG well, AFTRA. SAG, SAG AFTRA. But I got a letter from them saying that since I'm in the retire, I get a little pension from them, right. saying that um, their computers were compromised. Uh -oh. And that I was one of the people where my social security number, my date of birth and everything may have been taken. Wow. And this is from their retirement thing. And, and that so they're giving them... me they're giving me free monitoring for a year from some yeah. company. Oh, yeah. I think Roll. actually I think yeah. you weren't one of the few. I think you were one of the many. I think many people were affected by that. Did you get the letter? Did you guys get the letter? I no, I not from them, but I got from another company that I was compromised, and I'm signed up a Kroll now. Who right. knows, man? I don't remember. I probably got the letter. I'm lucky I remember, you know, this morning. But anyway, for anyone who doesn't know, SAG is the Screen Actors Guild. They covered yeah. movies. Uh, they, they When you worked union movies, and, and after was mostly TV. That's the difference. People always say, what's the difference between SAG and after? After covered mostly TV. Amer SAG covered American film. Federation film. Of TV and radio artists. Artists, and then, yes. Uh, yes. They merged together. And at yeah. one time, when I was really active, it was two separate things. Yeah, like yeah, me too. Were, if you were an after, you had to pay again. Which, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks because, see, I have a, when I want to collect it, I have a pension from SAG. But during that time, I worked tons of after jobs, which did not go into my pension. I didn't make enough to make that a sucks. separate pension from after, but I made a lot of money, and none of it went into my towards my pension and health in SAG. So it's when they merged, I, they should have whatever but and you know what was great about you know what was great about after back in the day uh, i got several videos put on america's funniest home videos uh, a lot of them we would just think of a thing we'd film it and they'd put it on and um me and billy hine did one it was actually it was, it was, it was really they asked for goofy sports so we did marshmallow golf and we went over to salisbury park eisenhower park and we we're hitting the golf uh, marshmallows around like the you know tell the truth though when you were done you ate the you ate the marshmallows. oh we fucking devoured it but anyway yeah um <laughs> so so we i we did that and i sent it in and they said uh we want to air this on the last episode you're not going to be eligible for uh for any awards but we'll give you we'll give you um a uh, hundred uh, i don't know five hundred something five hundred dollars and we went yeah great 
And they go, oh, and you're an after. So we're going to pay you scale too. So mm-hmm. I got, we got 500 plus, I got like 400 yeah. for the time, right? And Billy said, I should get half of that 400. I'm like, do you pay my dues? He goes, yeah, well, yeah. I, no, no, no. He, he wanted half of the money yeah, after gaming. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, that's mine. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. But no, that was pretty cool that they that they were that, well, that should, you know that was a pretty cool yeah, move. It's so funny back in back in the olden days when I first started <laughs> in doing, the olden days when you used to have to wind the TV up. I used to have oh, to I remember that. When I first started doing TV, you in order to get your benefits, you only had to make like I think it was like fifteen or two thousand mm. dollars a year. Oh man, and great. then it went up like. Every year, but I, I, luckily, I don't even know what it is now. What are you going to make? At least ten or twelve thousand to get. And which is so ridiculous coverage. because on TV you couldn't make that unless you have a series. And if you have a series, um, then you're getting your benefits anyway. No, no my friend, did, my friend did a guest spot on Cold Case, and he made well over fifteen thousand yeah, yeah, dollars. shot. Yeah, yeah, but we're talking about. I did like, an episode of Cold Case. But we're talking about not that. We're talking about like variety acts. You know, like yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. No when if, after and you're talking about you know yeah five six hundred dollars at a pop, you're never going right. to make ten thousand. Never going to make that. You got to work so much. But oh. I was lucky. I got vested for six years in a row, where yeah. I made enough from TV. So I got vested eleven sick. eleven. I got vested eleven years. That's why I got my my SAG pension when when and if I want to take not if. But when wow, I, you should be getting a lot of money. Then. I have a, I have a vest in my closet. Hey, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> The most I ever made in one year is probably like a thousand ever. So, so yeah. Well, that's make less than that's less, that's less than my day call, believe it or not, which uh, which is ancient history now because I don't know day if anyone call? even meets. Yeah, when 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 you're a uh, a working actor. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I know what you mean. They they. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like sometimes. Well, see, normally I'd want a, a guest star credit, so you get a guest star. Guest star used to mean three, three days, three to five days. You can be a guest star, top of show, all of that stuff. But if you work one day, sometimes they call you a co-star. You'd work one, one to three days. You'd get the co-star, but then you'd have to meet my day call, which was uh, scale was only what was it? I don't know, uh, eight nine hundred dollars. But I would get, you know, my day calls about $1,700 a day. I was a wow. day player. That's all I ever was. And so far, I don't know if I ever will be anything more than that. But good for you. No, that's why, listen, I, I, there's not a week that goes by where I don't get some kind of residual checks and things like that. Which My is- friend did an episode of Roseanne in 1989, the Halloween episode. He played one of these guys at a pool table who harassed Roseanne because she was dressed as a guy with a beard. Yeah. And they air, uh, you see, Halloween is huge for uh, for Roseanne. And in October, they run that episode, you know, on all these different networks. Yep. A couple hundred times. Well, any holiday, any holiday <laughs> show is what you want. Yeah, it's like 30, it's 30 years ago, 32 years ago. And he makes, he he can make up to $10,000 a year residuals on it. Yeah. I've That's done a amazing. couple Christmas episodes. I did uh, 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 Becker, you know, which, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ted Danson. I did. I played. I played Santa in one of the Christmas episodes and called Santa on Ice, where I get to die. <laughs> I die. One of the few times I died on TV, but uh, which was a great episode to hang out with. That was the week Ted Danson got his uh, star on the Walk of Fame. Oh, nice. Showed up Monday morning for the table read. They have a, you know, they go through the script, and every executive from the network was there. There was newspaper writing. No pressure. 
No pressure. And, and I'm just some putts, you know, coming in for my little guest star. You know, first time I've ever been there. And yeah, exactly. No pressure. No that's pressure. What, that's what people don't understand. What You try going into a room of strange, like for an audition. You walk into a room of strangers that you've never met before. You've got the script. They know what's going on. You're not sure because they only give you a very limited amount of information. And you have to walk in and perform like that. They, they put a camera on and they go, you know, okay, uh, slate. Da, da, and and right at cold, you have to be magnificent, you know. And 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 it's like, you know, they talk about it's it's a tough, it's it's a tough business that and it's you deserve to get paid well if you do it, because you know. Yeah, I told you what my audition was for Saturday Night Live when I had my one line with Bill Murray. Mm -hmm. I, I walked and I found out I found out later that one of these guys was Robert Smigel. I didn't realize it at the time, but I walked out onto the set, you know, right in front of, and these two guys in sweatshirts go, "Hey, read this," and I go, "Everything, er, oh, um, sorry about the shirt. Everything else is in the wash." And I handed it back. Thanks. That was my audition. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, you want to? You want to hear? You want to hear a great? What you want to hear a great story? This and this is the God's honest truth. I went down to uh, I, I had an audition for some show. I forgot. Don't even know the name of the show. Don't know if it ever went. But I'm looking around this building. I forget. It was I think it was 20th Century Fox or wherever. What? Or no, it's MGM Studios. And I'm looking around. I'm in this building, and I just I hear a bunch of people in a room, and I just duck my head and I go, "Hey, I'm looking for you know blah blah blah." And so they go, "It's down the hall." I go down the hall. I read for that show. And on the way out, they grab me. They go, come in here. And they go, would you read this? I read a line for another show. It turned out to be Malcolm and Eddie. <laughs> uh, and 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 they said, you had the part. The minute you put your head in there, and you were like, hey, how you doing? You know, it was, for, it, was, it was for a series regular. I got the part. The show, they cut. They It was going to be, the, I was the liquor distributor because they owned up, they bought a bar. Right. And unfortunately, the, it got cut after an episode or two. But um, I got a series regular from ducking my head into a room and just going, hey, can you tell me where the uh, the thing is? You know, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you talk about the scale on these TV shows. There was a show on, I believe it was Fox called Sunday Comics. Yeah, I remember and that. And so I did a sweep sweep show. <laughs> and it was Louis Anderson and Larry Miller and George wow. Wallace and Rita Rudner. Wow, what a line. And me and I get out there and they go, you have to close. And I go, why am I closed? And they go, well, no one wants to follow a prop act. Right? You're so a magician. Pull, it's not a prop act. So they pull us all this prop crap. So I call up Rory. I'm really upset. I go, yeah, they want me to close. And Rory goes, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to you. He goes, I'm just going to call clubs and go, hey, have you seen the Sweet Week show with Larry Ant? You know, with yeah. you have all these headline, people. Headliner, you don't know who he is? He closes. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, this is great. So it was a sweet, sweet show. The scale on the show was $5,000 and one rerun right off the bat. So, it, I mean, it was a lot of money. It was like nine grand for a day's work. Yeah, for a day's yeah. work. Yeah. So I do the show, and it's a big show because Rita was great, and every, it was just a really good show. And everyone, you know, it was all good acts. And uh, so next thing I know, this the show's on the comedy channel. So I get a, a letter from Astra with a check for 14 reruns. Oh, wow. shit. And I'm like, holy shit, 14 reruns. I open it up, $7.14. <laughs> you got 50 cents a rerun? I call, I call after and it. I go, 
what is the deal? I go, the scale was $5,000. And it's yeah, supposed no. to be like 80%. And they go, now Never. once you get sold the cable, it's you get a percentage of the licensing agreement. Yeah. And that's the difference yeah. between network and cable. See, I, I did an episode of Two Broke Girls. And this was about, I don't know, uh, whatever, however many years ago it was. And I still get residuals whenever, you know, they come out like quarterly or whatever. And I still get, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars in residuals because it reruns on, you know, you know right. network TV. It's like it's the I did three days of work and I, I must have made I probably made forty, fifty thousand dollars off. Wow. Of just, 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 just a reminder, guys, we have about 10 minutes left, just so you know. Right. And I also want I also want to share this. Thank not you. I remember much. everybody knows. <laughs> Empty yeah. the bowel network. Yeah, no, we're not. Well, so. it's funny that you talk about the three run checks because on comedy tonight, um when the show went off the air, since there were so many shows that they had taped, it immediately went into syndication. And I think there was an a month or a I seemed like I was getting seven or eight hundred dollars a month of residual checks. Because it just kept being syndicated. Because I guess you have to have a certain amount of shows to syndicate. Yeah, so well, you have to have like they call a hundred, basically. Yeah, a hundred shows. But since it was on five nights a week, you know, they hit it in no time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, I got to get back and get active again. I mean, the, I let the pandemic kind of like. Sorry, wrong sound. That that's a, that's our signal that our time is up. No, almost, I let, almost. I, I let Should the pandemic. I let the pandemic you know, just kind of put it at halt, which I guess everyone did, you know, I mean, but, uh, but now I'm, I'm starting to uh, submit, uh, you know, I, I, I'm too. actually, I think I'm going to get a new agent. I mean, whatever. Uh, you just, should, you uh, should get on the Mayans. Uh, I'm setting, I'm, I'm submitting to actors access now again. Yeah. Actors access and the casting networks. And I think anybody cares. What, I think anybody who's watching cares that we're, no, they're going. Who gives What's a shit? What's access? I'm over. Is that a show? I'm over here stocking a fucking supermarket, and these jerk offs are talking about making thousands of dollars dancing in front of a camera. Is that All like right. access Hollywood? I don't know what that is. All right, so back to cafeteria food. <laughs> That's where we're gonna go, right? Hello, That's what we were supposed to be talking know, about. Really, which I get about it because it's too late now. <laughs> the best cafeteria food business. ever is. The, the frozen pizza you got. I don't know why we loved it, but that was the best. Oh, man, that was cardboard. With that, was, that, that, was, that was the best compared to the other stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. The oh, undisclosed God. mystery meat they used to I, sell. I don't know, man. I never enjoy it's like I well, the schools that I went to, the, the I like I said, I, I went to private school for I went to Catholic school for eight years, so I don't know. They didn't have like really? lunch. You had to bring your own. Oh my really? God. So what is the, what they feed you? The blood of lions? Stuff what we find they... out about Mike. I, I went mean, to Saint. I went to Saint Reader's School for eight, grades one through eight, man, in in, in uh, Long Island City, Queens. So you must Ouch. have good penmanship. Yeah, I got good penmanship. That's a big Catholic school, right? Speaking of the Sopranos, they they closed the school, and I know they taped a couple episodes of the Sopranos in that in the school. Really, really, yeah, yeah. What was it in the Sopranos? I don't know. I'd have to watch the episodes and see, but I know that they they they. Uh... <laughs> I I know that my school that you know, especially before I got to junior high school, they had a soda machine. I mean, think about this: they they were trying to induce vomiting. No, they really were. They give you that pizza, and all you can drink is milk. 
Come yeah, on. True. Well, yeah, true. Milk? well if, you, if we're from New York, so if you went to public high school, the food was to pre prepare you to get used to the food in prison, basically. <laughs> so <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> this way you wouldn't have the big adjustment period. You know, you wouldn't have freaking bowel issues and shit. With a lunch lady smoking cigarettes, there's yeah, your food, honey. Get yeah. Yeah, they, all had those, they all had those hair nets on. Yeah. They look like, yeah, they were pretty freaky. Following real safety codes. You know that? And how they get square Jello? They always had the square cubes of Jello. How they ever do that shit? Oh they must God. have put it in like a big baking. If they ever told like you for a, for like a like a sheet cake, and then just cut it with a piece. That's of probably what they did. If they exactly. ever told you the ingredients of the meatloaf, you'd fucking run screaming. I don't, I don't remember them having meatloaf. I remember raspberry steak. They used to have barbecued beef, right? And I remember I took some moment to test tube because I wanted to have a test. <laughs> My father was like, "What are you out of your mind? What'd you have? Barbecued what? Barbecued beef. It was dog. It was like oh, yeah, it was no. like barbecued beef. And I actually brought some home in a test tube. Oh I got man! My dad worked at a lab. I go, could you get this tested? My dad's like, what are you an idiot? I could see John with a Bunsen burner over there with his fucking <laughs> test tube. I just remember that they used to give you that government American. Cheese. cheese yes that and i remember on the day that they had it this is how my school was everyone goes don't eat the cheese and then what they would clear your table everyone would have to push their trays down the table yeah drop it on the table and everyone would run over it with their trays and by the time it was done <laughs> the entire table was just covered with smashed american cheese we used to think <laughs> that was so funny are you happy, John? Kids were starving, but you were smashing your American. Smashing your friggin' oh, we had, oh another big another popular one with us was fish sticks. We used to love. Oh yeah, fish sticks. Oh yeah, fish sticks. you know what they call fish sticks in England? No, fish fish fingers. fingers. Fish fingers. I only know that because there was a big article oh. in one of, in one of the Daily Mail or one about a woman who left her kid in a stroller and went into the food store and came out. And the baby was gone, but there was a fish finger in the seat, and she was convinced that the baby turned into a fish finger. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. Fish finger. I never I never trusted the Gorton's fishermen. I think they grilled cheese. I, think I don't know, grilled. man, but Mrs. Paul. Mrs. Paul. My Mrs. Paul, since seven, you know, since 1929. I was well, if you'd rotate the friggin' stock, maybe you wouldn't have to eat that old I shit. Had a bitch poison me. Yeah, I, I don't remember many. I I don't remember a lot of the food. I just remember I remember pizza, hamburgers. We used to have hot dogs. We used hamburgers, to have hamburgers, hot dogs. You know, which I don't remember meatloaf. But you guys had meatloaf. You can imagine the quality of, of the hot dogs they, they use. Armor hot dogs. The kids. <laughs> you know that my daughter Lindsay. Has bad kids. Skinny you know that kids. My daughter Lindsay kids climbs on rocks. Listen, my daughter Lindsay has never even tasted a hot dog. Your daughter Lindsay has never tasted a hot dog. Really? <laughs> Come she has on, never really? Because when she was in kindergarten, she read this, or they read this story in school about what's in a hot dog. Hmm. And my son at one time offered her $20 to take a bite. And she refused. Like what about a Hebrew national, man? They have to answer to a hot dog school. I know. Listen, most hot dogs are disgusting. Yes, I've seen the Take show, how it's made, how it's made, and it's a sort of a meatish thing that they put into a case. Meatish. A meatish. It's not even real meat. It's a meatish <laughs> thing. <laughs> no. But but there are high quality hot dogs where they actually use a percentage of meat. Hebrew my national. Son to, my son used to take a bite from her and go, Oh, that was a good piece of it. It's been a nostril. She like gag. He, 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 he,
That's right. That's right. Yeah. The only thing when you eat a Hebrew national, you can't you can't use it in a bun because all they have is the matzah and it doesn't wrap around. It's a you know the matzah won't wrap around the hot dog. It'll crack. It cracks. How come you can't back to hot dogs? How come you can't buy every hot dog now? Hebrew national, uh, Sabret. All the good hot dogs are all skinless now. No, I I, no. I, buy, I, buy, I buy. There's hop- one that's not. There's one that's I buy, not. I buy hoppies, which are uh, the whatever. It's like they're expensive, but they're delicious, and they're in they're in that snappy casing. You gotta have the snap. The best yeah. hot why dog out well, there is, is no. The best hot dog is Boar's Head in natural casing. That no, no, is no. the best hot dog. Try try hoppies. I'll get them when it's a Hollywood whatever. It's it's, it's got it's H-O-F-Y. better than, it's better than Boar's Head. But you live down below, so Huffies, what you like could do. Yeah, like Huffy, with, only with an O, not a U. Go to see one of our sponsors, hopefully, the Handy Market in Burbank, <laughs> California. Craig, go to the <laughs> Handy Market on Magnolia and or Buena Vista, the and Handy get, Market. Get the I Handy live Market on the coast. Do they and get some hot dogs, and you will never be the same. Uh, I've it, never been the same. Hot dogs and me go way back. Do they, they ever? Uh, sounds bad. Do they? Uh, do they deliver to the East Coast? I'm Ooh. sure they do. They got that service. That, Hoppies that, on the East gold, Coast. Gold, gold, I've never heard of Hoppies in my life. Really? Hop- They're on the East Coast. I, I know they are. They use it at City Field, I think. And they have they have one. Not all of them, but there's one that I buy, and it's H O F F Y. H O. And it's got the snappy skin. This episode is brought to you by Hot Dog Hoppies. Listen, listen. How many sponsors we should have? Do you like hot dogs? Do you like Hoppy hot dogs? There you go. Hoffy hot dogs near me. I'm putting in Google. There you go. So he's going to find the hot dogs. Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Oh, no. no I'm going to hot dogs one. tonight now. I am. Well, no. But, yeah. Then we'll just do, you know the song, right? Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. What kind of kids love armor hot dogs? Hot dogs. Fat kids. Fat kids. Skinny kids. Kids, kids that climb on rocks. Fuck kids. 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 Even kids okay. with chicken pox. So Hoffy hot dogs are made in Hollywood. Yes, so yeah, that means they can't put them on a truck and drive. Yeah, Purdue chicken cups in China. There you go. Oh, hoppy hot dogs near me on Merritt Island. Let's see. There you go. Get some hot dogs. But you know the Oscar Mayer song, Craig? Do you? My baloney has a first name. It's O S D A R. My baloney has a second name. M A Y E R. Oh, I love it every day. Because Oscar Mayer has a way. Okay. No hoffy hot dogs near me. Yeah, that, that definitely hoffyless. Yeah, let's so let's mail him hoffy. some. I can John, get them I, I, at I get them at a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah John, John's definitely got no hoffy hot dogs. Yeah, he's yeah no, hot definitely hot. not. I get so my hot dogs at the yeah. handy market. One of us yeah. and 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 Magnolia. Yeah, definitely get my hot dogs. Definitely like the snap when you eat them. Yeah, snapper. Yeah, I like snapper. Eat snapper. Okay, we should wrap this up, guys. We're about done. Well, we didn't get to the I know. insurrection. We didn't get to Is that my planned. fault? They got the they, John, they got do. the little blue pool. You take the little blue pill and you don't have to worry about insurrections <laughs> no more. All right, well, let's let's spend some time in the insurrection and then wrap it up. Do you know uh on cruise ships they give you those um they give those all the old people Viagra? I, really? Yeah, when you get Why? really sunburned, you go down there and they give you really? Viagra. Why? Doesn't do anything for your sunburn, but it keeps the sheet off your legs. Boom! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Come hey, on. Hey, can I get that over the counter? Yeah, if you take two. <laughs> That's a good joke. I actually fell into It's that. also when it gets rough, so you can't roll out of bed. Oh, so man. were you guys shocked to hear that Lauren Bobert is a prostitute and uh, and has had a couple of abortions? No, I'm just shocked to hear that she had sex at all. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I saw an article two weeks ago that showed a picture of him with like a baby bump right before she decided she was going to run and then she was running and there was no more baby bump. And I just thought it was yeah. like, you know, typical trash. Listen, but I don't care. Listen, maybe, you she, know, maybe she wasn't wearing a girdle. I don't care. It's it doesn't bother choice. me if she you was a sex, it? if she was a sex worker, who cares? I mean, listen, we all have to make a friggin' living. Matter of fact, I think, uh, uh, to qualify now for a position in the GOP, you actually have to be a prostitute, but, <laughs> <laughs> And I don't I don't care about this the hypocrisy. It's like, you know, the the whole thing where they're fighting so hard against abortion. Meanwhile, they say Ted Cruz might have actually paid because maybe he maybe he would have baby daddy. That I believe. Oh, he has on. to pay. Oh, come on. You think that that can't be true? Who would I believe he had to pay? Cruz? Believe it. You know who would if you're hungry for power, how do you think fat ugly look Trump and all of them? They they how do you think they get laid by these young girls? They use their power, their money. They make promises, you know. It's 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 no different than show business. Harvey Weinstein, you know. I'm not saying it, it's only to the the Republicans, Democrat, you know. Uh, you name it, man. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I mean, look, look 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 at Matt Lauer. Look at Charlie Rose. Yeah. All these people who had a lot of power. Listen. When I used to run around doing open mics many years ago, when I first moved out to LA, just be to, just so I can keep the stand up, you know, fresh and whatever. And I used to run around with this female comedian. I'm not going to mention her because she made it big after whatever. And and she, um, we, we used to talk and hang out. And I say, I asked her one time, point blank, if you know some big producer offered you a part in a movie to and if, to sleep with them, would you do it? And she said, Fuck yeah, wouldn't you? And I had to think about it. And I'm like, the truth is, is that I probably would. You know what I mean? It's like everyone has their their pride. And then to come back years later and say, well, they took advantage. Yeah, they took it. But you agreed to, I don't know, it's a, it's a catch-22 kind of a deal, you know? Yeah, good I'm thing no, John and I are trying to figure out who you're talking about. Good thing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, you, 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 you might, you might or might not recognize her. She, she did very well for herself, but she's not a, she's not a household name. But, but she did right. very well for herself. You can say it. We can bleep it out. Nope, not gonna <laughs> no. say it. Not gonna say it. <laughs> no, I would, I, I would not, definitely not do that because there's no guarantee that once you do the deed, that you're going to get the part you want anyway. So, no, that's true. There is no guarantees. What's that old, old Hollywood joke? You know the. The girl comes out the the office and she said, you know, uh, man, he said if I slept with him, he'd give me a part. And he lied. Fuck him. And the other girl goes, I did. He didn't give me a part either. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, it's, you know, people don't want to face it, but that's how Hollywood and stuff like that worked for many. That's many how the political years. world works. That's how Hollywood works. That's how corporate America probably worked forever. You know, it's 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 just this country is built on a lot of. And that's why it's so advantage. tough to change, man. It's it's it's. I don't think it's, it's this country. I think it's worldwide. Absolutely, it's worldwide. People absolutely. take advantage of who they are and whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, I you know, but the thing is, what I can't wrap my wrap my mind around is if I had all that power, <coughs> and to to basically you know um, make somebody have sex with me to 
where's the fun? If they don't want me, there's there's no fun in it. At least that's how I see it. I think actually it's more fun. Really? If you're, if you're, if you're Ted Cruz, <laughs> the fact that you can have sex is just fun. Oh, he doesn't have sex. Although I did hear a cool story about. No, he's like an octopus. He just pulls off his penis and throws it. I, I, I heard. I heard a story about I have, Ted Cruz. I have to fact check that next. He was having sex. Uh, Ted Cruz was having sex with this woman, and he inserted himself. And she goes, "Oh, oh." He goes, "Oh, you like that? Wait till I turn it on." So. Oh. Um, oh. Hey. hey. That's a Quindale joke, but I still love it. Anyway. What was that? I saw on TikTok. This woman goes, my husband said, why did I marry him? I said, I married you because you're hilarious. He says, no, I thought you married because I'm great in bed. She goes, like I said, no, you're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, we've, so we've established that basically, uh, and, and it's most, most, I'm sure it's almost all men, you know, because men have traditionally been in the positions of power. And men have abused their power for hundreds of years to take advantage of, you know, get the things they want, whether it's whether it's for sex or whether it's for, you know, but I mean, you, know? you do talk about even even the, the Titans that built this country. You ever see that show, uh, uh, The Men Who Built America? And they talk about how these guys would just try to, you know, they did a campaign against electricity. Uh, what was it? Um Rock of, the Rockefellers, or, or who was the, the one who had propane or whatever the hell it was that were lighting no kerosene? Hank Hill. Hank Hill had the propane. Yeah. But anyway, they, I mean, they did this whole huge campaign against the electricity, saying how dangerous it was. They 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 electrified an elephant. They killed an oh. elephant with electricity to show how dangerous and you know electricity is just you know to try to hold on to their 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 kerosene money. I mean Whatever. Oh, you ever see there's a documentary called Who Killed the Electric Car? And it's a documentary that apparently some company distributed all these electric cars, all celebrities like Tom Hanks yeah. and all this stuff, and they were leased. And they loved these cars. They were sporty. They were fast. They were beautiful little cars. And at the end of two years, they said, I want to buy this car. And they said, sorry, you can't. And they all got picked up, and they all got crushed. Wow! Because the oil company, yeah, bought out the electric car company. I did hear about that? Yeah, now, did you hear about this? This is to change the, the the topic totally. But did you hear about this new cancer drug? They that they experimented like on. It's like on breast 15, cancer. Yeah, I don't. I know. I don't know. Was, I think it was different kinds of cancer. But but every single person who took this drug was cured. Cured. The cancer was cured. Yeah, I just saw it. Well, the reason I said breast cancer because I read an article that I guess this woman was cured of breast cancer by taking this. It replicates but, the cell that destroys the cancer cell. Now you notice we're not hearing a whole lot about it. I mean, you no. know, because this is death to the big some of the big pharmacy companies. They make money off of cancer. They don't want to cure cancer. That's Matter of right. fact, there's 20 guys in the desert who cured cancer. They're buried out there, you know. It's it's like they want they don't want to cure COVID they don't want to cure cancer no, they don't there's want to too much AIDS. money in it there's too much money in it I don't know and man. then hey I mean this not to, fucked up not to like change the subject did you guys see those videos of what's going on at Yellowstone Park Yeah yeah the floods yeah oh my god did you see that one with that brown building yeah that floated it's away. away yeah what's Yogi Bear gonna do 
I know. Hey, boo boo. We got to get out of here. Well, it's time to go camping again. I know. You know, you know, <laughs> full circle. Next time I go camping in Alaska, I'm wearing a helmet. So I get killed by Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. We can have our show sponsored by salmon helmets. We don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, and then get a blade that spins around so it actually cuts the salmon up into pieces as it moves nice. your head. So and it's filleted. There Look you go. This. Look at my this. background. Look at my background. Be... Really spent a lot on that, didn't you? All right. I think that's a sign. <laughs> John's surfing, man. He's... That's a sign. What is it? I put this into it in the box. All right. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great weekend because this weekend is Father's Day. So honor your father. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week with the full cast of crazy people with Mike Grief, That's Craig it. Yoda, Joe Silky, He's not Dan here. Karam, me, John Ferentino. And you can catch us on the Big Bad Broadcast Facebook page. You can catch us on www.thebbbradio. And, of course, it's all scrolling on the bottom. For those of you that yeah. can't listen and can try, take notes. You can try Google. Try Google. For those of you broadcast, Google, yeah. Google. So, see you next week. Be good to your dad. It's Father's Fairly Day. Fairly well, fairly well. Actually, it's time for next week's show, Ray. Fairy... Right?